What's up, y'all? How's it going? Got some fun stuff happening. So I was supposed to put out a podcast for y'all today, and uh, I got the audio file from Ari, and it is jacked. So I need to go back and figure out if the original file was messed up or if it got messed up on um, its transfer over. If the original was messed up, I might put it out, but it's going to sound bad. <laughs> there was something wrong with with the, I assume with our digital recorder. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but I figured I'd come on today and give you a little update uh, to keep you informed. Uh, we, we talked about some of these stories on the uh, normal audio pod that we, we usually do about once a week. So I won't go too in in depth on those, and I'll try not to rehash stuff too much. Um, and obviously, I won't have all the hot jokes that we had going back and forth on that one. But you know, uh, it is what it is. Try to keep it fresh for you, and hopefully, that audio won't be too messed up, and we'll uh, be able to get that one out for you too. You can have you can double your pleasure. Um, the only other thing is if you're listening to this on. The audio podcast feed, that is fine, though I do uh, always suggest that you check out the old uh, YouTube, because I think that is the proper way to watch and listen to this uh, fine feature we're going to have going on here, because you will be able to see the articles that I'm reading, um, and if I get a bunch of, if I get questions in the chat, I'll also throw them up. I'll try to read them off, um, but you know. There's sometimes I don't read every single detail of the stories or of the chat messages. And so, you know, it is what it is. You get then you're you're just gonna miss little parts. But you know, that's how it goes. Uh you gotta make your decision and live with that. <laughs> and uh obviously the the absolute best way, um, depending on what time zone you're in and if you can do it, is to watch on Twitch live, because then you can drop your questions in there. Um usually we reserve that right for Patreon members. But on the Twitch, if I'm live doing these things, uh, if I see you have a good question, I'll I'll pop it up on the screen. And if you just drop it and say hi, I'll I'll, I'll holler at you for a second. Uh, all that being said, let's get into it. So first story here that I saw, I just saw this before I went on. I thought I'd mention it, um, if for no other reason than just to say that uh, Taiwan has a really uh, pretty good uh, transportation network, and so they're. Uh, they set a new, uh, or they set a location for the HSR going to Ilan, and uh, they said the work could begin in 2025. Now, I will make it quite clear, at least my experience in the north is that building these transportation uh, nodes takes quite a while. Uh, I came to Taiwan for the first time to visit about seven years ago, seven and a half years ago, and that at that time. They were planning on building an MRT line throughout Taoyuan. And I was told at that time it was going to be done in a year or two. And seven years later, it's still only reached Zhongli or maybe about halfway through the line for those that aren't as familiar with the geography. So sometimes these things uh, don't necessarily meet their deadlines. But hey, it's getting going. And uh, I will say the HSR is incredibly convenient, uh, at least for getting along the north and south especially along the obviously along the west coast um so yeah they're gonna they're gonna put this up that's cool uh it's a little ways out so whatever but just 
thought I'd take a little moment to mention the the public transportation in Taiwan is sick. Um, use the MRT. Ari and I talked about this yesterday. Is that um, it would be nice if if some of the stuff used more green energy because a lot of it tends to use uh, coal fire plants. So you kind of trick yourself into thinking, oh wow, I'm really helping the environment. Like I take the MRT every day as opposed to driving my scooter. Um, that's mostly for stress uh, relief and uh, just ease of use. Um, but yeah, and I do, I also ride a bike like halfway and then walk half, not halfway, but half of the time. So I feel like hopefully I'm reducing it a little bit uh, by riding the bike and then walking, uh, which also Taiwan has a sick bike share program called U-Bike, which I've talked about before on here. So uh, U.S. needs to get on that and also... Um, high-speed rail is, is obviously sick, and uh, anyone that tells you they can't do it in the U.S., um, I guess China's going to keep eating your lunch, folks, because they do it in their country, <laughs> and they have a pretty big-ass country, too, so uh, just uh, you just got to get on board with it. I mean, cars are cool, but, uh, but uh, you know, saving the environment, and also, you're not going to get fat, you're not going to drive faster than the bullet train unless you're, like, in a you know in a Porsche on on the autobahn so let's let's be serious but anyway enough about that uh use more public transportation and uh Taiwan make sure your public transportation runs on renewables we'll talk a little bit more um about renewables uh coming up but actually we can talk about it now so uh here's an article uh, from Digitimes Asia saying that Taiwan green energy supply to exceed demand in 2025, says the Ministry of Economic Affairs. So it says that uh, the total supply of green energy in Taiwan uh, at 24.8 billion kilowatt hours in 2025, uh, this is the estimate, actually, uh, obviously, because it's in the future, and 39.1 billion kilowatt hours in 2030, respectively at 78.4%, in excess of the estimated demand for 13.9 kilowatt hours in 2025, and 90.7 in excess of what uh, of that for 20.5 billion kilowatt hours in 2030. So this is good, um, especially because we just had a referendum that contained two uh, not just one, but 50% of the questions, two out of the four, were about energy. Um, so this looks good. Um, one thing is that, we and we've talked about this before on the pod, uh, renewables do cause pollution too. Like the creation, like this uh, talks about PV. Um, PV is solar. So these solar panels, when you build them, they are, um, they do cause a lot of pollution. So you have to find some sort of balance with this stuff. Um, obviously, burning fossil fuels um, is horrible for the planet and can't it also just can't last forever. It's not a renewable resource, so we have to figure out something there. Um, so it's good to see more renewables, but hopefully uh, we can make sure that these uh, are made in the safest way possible that causes the least pollution possible. Um, a big thing... Uh, also would be making sure that these billionaires uh, that keep launching themselves into space. I read a stat the other day that was, uh, I can't remember if it's each rocket or each person, but well, let's, go on the, let's go on the low end and say it's each, uh, each rocket is about a billion uh, people's uh, worth of uh, carbon footprint, or carbon in the atmosphere. So can we stop doing that? I mean, if we're going to do it, like, let's do it as maybe, like, an international community or, like, you know, at least a, 
a big block of countries doing it together as opposed to these uh, people just doing it for uh, for the giggles of it, especially, you know, just going into low orbit. It's like, uh, just take a plane out there, son. Uh, it's r- ridiculous. But anyway, uh, hopefully this continues and they can, again, like I said, find a way to store in inter- One is going to be storage is a big thing. And they've been talking about using new battery technology in Taiwan. Um, but let's hope that uh, we can make sure that that's done in the most renewable way possible as it's incredibly important. And Taiwan has some serious energy woes. Um, continuing on that, we'll go into this, uh, the referendum that we just had, uh, as you can see here, Taipei Science says, uh, voters say no on all four referendum questions, which is, uh, I would say, a little bit misleading. I mean, it is true. No votes won the day, which is what the DPP wanted, which is the, the ruling party, Tsai Ing-wen's party. Um, for anyone that may not know, uh, the Democratic Progressive Party, or the gr- they're, they're, the, they're not the Green Party, but their color is green. Some people say the Green Party, but actually there is a Green Party in Taiwan, so it's a little bit confusing. Any who's will be. Um, so you can see here that basically for no vote, uh, for, for excuse me, for yes votes, is a little confusing because there's a lot of um, like double negatives in here if you think about voting yes. So like this, it's like, do you agree that Taiwan should reinstate its ban on pork? So it's it's voting no on pork, but you would actually you would vote yes to ban it, obviously. So sometimes it can be a little bit confusing. Um, but this is how it works. So if you look under the the referendum act, which is Goming uh, Piaofa, uh, a referendum can only pass if an initiative is supported by at least one quarter of all eligible voters. So we need twenty five percent to support it, and the yes votes obviously have to exceed the no votes. So if you got 30% of uh, yes votes, but you got 35% of no votes, it would still obviously fail. Um, and so yesterday, that uh, meant that they needed to garner 4.956 million, or, well, I can just read the whole number, 4,956,367 yes votes. Okay, none of them passed uh, that measure. And actually, the no votes didn't even pass uh, that 4.956 uh, million number. So Kind of everyone didn't show out as much as they want. You can see the four here. So um, in terms of opening the fourth nuclear reactor, we had should Taiwan reinstate its ban on recto pork, recto mean pork, um, agreeing that uh, alongside the general elections, referendums should be held. So basically, in in uh, the same uh, at the same time, they should be held. Um, and then, uh, do you agree that Taiwan's third liquefied national gas terminal? should be relocated because of um, in the adjacent waters uh, along uh, in Italian, there's some, uh, um, we could say maybe like uh, rare uh, algae that people are a little bit worried about. Now, we can see here that actually knows um, one on everything, like I said. So, uh, but they all failed anyway because none of them reached the required amount of votes. Um, but so this was um, like a mild win uh, for the DPP. Um, it might sh- show that it's not uh, not looking too great. So you can see um, there was a voter turnout of forty one point oh nine percent, which won me a bet with Ari because he. Uh, he thought it would be a little bit lower, and I thought it would be um, a little bit higher. But I was closer, folks. Um, so anyway, uh, it failed. Obviously, you, you can see uh, old 
Chairman Zhu here uh, of the KMT party, the, the Chinese nationalist Guo Mingdang, um, basically apologizing for uh, not uh, passing his, uh, you know, getting, getting mobilizing his voters and, and doing what he needed to do uh, to get the uh, four yes votes. So, um, but also it's not a clear win from uh, for, for the DPP either, uh, as you can see, Tsai and Leichingda here, uh, and the party uh, party whip as well. But yeah, so I it, a lot of people didn't vote, um, and yeah, I think everyone was pretty pretty. It seemed like a lot of people were apathetic. We talked about this yesterday again. I'm going to try to get that audio up, but basically that they need to these these are kind of uh, large abstract ideas that people don't feel like really affect their lives. Like more important things might be to talk about housing reform, um, and, uh, maybe taxes on second houses and stuff as to make sure that, uh, young people can own houses because there's a, uh, the fertility rates are some of the lowest in the world here. And, uh, that that would be one way to ensure that people might feel comfortable about having children is if they could purchase a home for themselves. Anyway, like I said, we get into it more, on the podcast, um, I'll throw these into the um, video description um, and also the, the the podcast description as well, so you can check these numbers out. Um, unfortunately, one of them is all in Mandarin, so you got to be able to read that. But uh, you know, if you uh, you can if you got if you got the um, if you got my contact, you can contact me and I'll help you go through this if you're really interested. Um, but basically, it shows kind of what we expected. Uh, most green areas voted no, and uh, most uh, places that were more pan blue, so pan blue would be KMT and pan green would be uh, DPP. They kind of voted along party lines. Um, again, none of them uh, did, you know, voted overwhelmingly. But uh, but you know, this is this is kind of what we expected. Nothing super surprising here. Um, and here, as you can see, simply. Um, Voters did not, the, the, both parties failed to reach exactly uh, what they planned to. Again, you have the, the DPP and then the, the, the KMT here uh, on the right. So, yeah, again, a, somewhat unsurprising, but um, a, a mild uh, win for the, for the DPP in these. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what comes out of that. And also, if the DPP is able to um, do something to mobilize uh, its electorate um, in the coming years to come back out to to again vote for them as they've been doing some stuff. Um, definitely gaining uh, traction on the international front. Um, I kind of have some similar criticisms as of the Biden administration, th seeing that in a lot of ways their um, their foreign policy has been pretty decent, but uh, domestic policy hasn't been. Super great. Now, I will say that unlike the U.S., the DPP has at least been pushing through um, minimum wage raises. I would say not at a fast enough clip for my personal taste, but it is uh, outpacing inflation. So that's something that can't be said of the U.S., who hasn't had a raise since, like, what, 08? Um, so it's, uh, yeah, yeah. So there's obviously differences. You can't compare them totally, but... Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a lot of um, good pushes for um, improved international relations, 
but a lot of neoliberalism at home, unfortunately. Okay, this is connected to the previous story. Um, this is about Wang Li Hong, and this is funny because, well, I mean, the story itself is not funny. It's about this horrible case of, of cheating and betrayal, allegedly, and all this stuff. But uh, it's funny because uh, we talked about Zhu Lilun a little bit earlier, um, pictured here, bowing his head in shame, um, Eric Zhu. And he was, uh, the, the, the KMT has been blaming a number of things, including the weather, which um, I think I have, I think one of these, one of these articles had the weather on it, but I, I don't know. Oh, never mind. Maybe it's not in here anymore. Maybe I, I exited the article with it. But anyway, the weather in Taiwan has been pretty great, okay? <laughs> uh, it's supposed to drop down to get a little cold again. It was a little rainy today here in, uh, in, in, in Kaohsiung. But, um, oh, not images, probably. <laughs> what am I doing? Um, but, uh, oh, I just typed in Taiwan. I'm a dingus. <laughs> Lol. Uh, <laughs> but you can see uh, the weather here has pretty, been pretty all right, besides the rain. Um, and it, w it wasn't raining, at least down here, um, during referendum day. Uh, so... Yeah, it's uh, it's not too bad. This is this is by the way, folks. If you're looking at this, this is not 18 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. This is 18 degrees Celsius. So it's actually not that bad. Now I can't tell you exactly what 18 degrees Celsius is, um, but I can Google it. And 18 degrees is about 64.4 degrees Celsius. And people are wearing full winter coats in Taiwan. So, And that's also at night. It's not during the day. And uh, when it's not raining during the day, it's quite sunny. It was uh, the other day here. It was like 25, I think. 26, maybe. So we can, we can that's, you know, 70, 70 plus. 77 degrees is 25. So it's still quite warm. Let's, uh, let's not get it twisted. Uh, so it's kind of funny, but this is another thing that he, he uh, the DPP, or sorry, excuse me, the KMT and Julian were blaming was uh, this huge scandal um, of a pop star. Now I'm, I, I found the shortest, quickest uh, uh, summary possible. Uh, so this is off of uh, Mothership, and um, basically this has been like. A majority of my Taiwan Twitter feed, um, and also a lot of what I've been hearing from my Taiwanese friends recently, um, is all about this story. And I have I don't listen to even American pop music, let alone I guess I listen to more Taiwanese pop music to be fair, but it's more like hip hop um, or um, yeah, maybe slightly like a uh, folksy kind of stuff. But anyway, uh. I'll alt alt music uh but I, I don't listen to a lot of like real you know pop idol music uh so i d i've heard this guy's name but that's about it so anyway um wang li hong is huge pop star here um i heard i saw him today compared to T taylor swift um if that gives you like a frame of reference huge and he has like the that same Taylor Swift, at least early Taylor Swift kind of image of just like the goody goody, and maybe Taylor Swift is like this still. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure, but anyway, this sort of like goody goody, um, uh, nice everyman that's just out to 
uh, you know, just the, just the best guy, uh, real down to earth home, uh, homie. So, um, anyway, it, it, he announced that he was, uh, getting a divorce from his wife. Okay. Um, they, they said she could not get along with his mom, which is a weird thing to say. So he has a son and two daughters. Um, and then sh- his wife came out and accused him of cheating on her, uh, with uh, multiple people, including um, soliciting prostitutes and uh, having multiple FWBs, as they call them, friends with benefits, um, missing family celebrations, blah, blah, just basically being a, a degenerate, um, and also saying that he had hit her when she was 16 and a minor. I don't actually know what their age difference is. Again, this is going to be a qu- quick, and, uh, quick and dirty rundown. Um, so a lot of people basically like immediately drop him. Um, it says like Jigel, uh, unfollowed him on Twitter, uh, who's another huge, massive pop star in Taiwan. Um, and then, uh, one of, uh, his friends, uh, rumored to be one of his quote, as they say, very beneficial friends, threatened to sue anyone who spread falsehoods about her. Uh, next, Vivian Xu, who is the one they mentioned here. Um, yeah, uh, in the th- third part there, um, said that um, she said that she only met Wong twice this year and both occasions with the group meeting at her house. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Wong Li Home put out a letter. This was a big point of contention for a lot of people because. He called his uh, Wong's uh, wife a gold digger, his ex-wife now, I guess. Um, so that was a big thing. People were dumping on the dad, obviously, calling the wife a gold digger. Um, and then uh, Yumi Bai. I don't know if it's Bai Yumi or Yumi Bai. I assume it's Bai Yumi. Uh, but I also don't know who this is. Um, but she said that she had dated him before their marriage, but not during their marriage. Um, and then Wang Li Hong, uh, released a statement and he basically denied being disloyal. And then next, um, his ex-wife, uh, basically says that his, uh, he, he, a bunch of things he said were, were BS. Um, like he said that she visited a, co- a psychologist five times, um, when she said only two psychologists or five psychologists, she said it's only two anyway, um, well, that's really uh, prescient. Um, and then uh, Wong apologizes and says he'll with- withdraw from work. So he apologized to his his wife. I don't really know what he said, um, but he didn't basically address anything. Okay, so there you go. Uh, that's kind of the story. But the funniest part of this, again, uh, the story itself is kind of sad, broken home. But the funny part is that they're blaming this and the very mild weather <laughs> as the reasons uh, that the KMT didn't get through, didn't fall through on his promises. So making them uh, look pretty hilarious. In um, likewise hilarious news, you can see there were um, LegCo, Legislative Council elections in in Hong Kong. A lot of uh, the people like Carrie Lam and. Uh, the powers that be, the the puppets for Beijing in, in Hong Kong, were saying how how big of a uh, a deal it was going to be, and how how much they were going to really pull through and uh, show show how much the people support 
you know, this uh, new authoritarian uh, puppet government that uh, is run by Beijing and these new authoritarian laws like the uh, national security law, the Guanfa. And as you can see, um, it is the lowest uh, in this tweet. Uh, so these go from, tw the, the this one is tw obviously 2021, um, it goes back to 1991, and 1991 is the second lowest on here, with 39.15%, this year was 30.2, so back in 2016, it was 58.28, so um, you'll also see in here a lot of people holding placards like this, that say release my candidate, um, so... I will, oh no, I lost, I lost that, I was going to say, that was a, that was a good tweet, I was going to try to save that, yes, okay, I'll save this, so I can uh, throw it down there for you guys to see the percentages for yourselves, um, but like I said, a lot of people are saying release my candidate, because a lot of the Democratic candidates are currently in jail, which tells you how free and fair uh, the election's currently going on in Hong Kong are, and that is to say that they are not. Uh, again, lots of release my candidates. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people who uh, uh, want to hold up these signs can't, because if they did, um, inside uh, of Hong Kong, they would also be arrested. So, um, but yeah, good to see, um, you know, international solidarity in a lot of these cases. Um, you saw a number of, of, of different flags there, people from different countries. Um, we see here uh, Myanmar, the three, uh, holding up the three fingers. That's a common, um, it's from the Hunger Games, which is, I still find a bit of, uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it is, uh, this is an assembly you'll see a lot uh, throughout like Myanmar. I've seen it, uh, also people using it in Thailand. Um, but yeah, so. It's good, good to see people um, not voting in those those sham elections, and also people uh, around the world uh, coming out to support this. Um, and it's sad to see uh, the any the the slight uh, you know uh, transparent outline of what could be a democracy just absolutely shattered uh, in Hong Kong, um, and. Um, People going to jail for slogans like, um, uh, like Guang Guangfu Xianggang, Sudai Liang. It's uh, oh Sudao. I said it wrong. Guangfu Xianggang, Sudai Go Ming. Um, it's just sad to s sad to see that. Uh, you know, people like I I showed the the trailer earlier. Um for that revolution of our times, like just, just nothing. Um, just the smallest things people, people going to jail for. Um, it's tough to watch. Um, so don't forget about the, the people, um, like I'm, I mentioned Myanmar, don't forget about the people there, don't forget the people in Hong Kong, um, all these protest movements, there's a lot of them going on in our world. Um, if you know anyone in any of these places, um, obviously be careful about what you say to them, especially because you might be putting a name in danger, <laughs> but uh, yeah, make sure you reach out to them and just make sure they're doing okay, um, and you know, help wherever you can. Um, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, mo an another talking about authoritarian countries, um, there was um, some 
an update here on the Pong Sui case. So um, Pong Sui came out, obviously had that dinner a little while ago. Now she's coming out in a uh, China shirt um, and saying that she actually didn't make uh, allegations. So you can see here, I guess we can try to play the video. Hopefully there's not a bunch of CNN people talking. Um, that would be very sad. And if this doesn't load soon, then I'm just going to scroll down. Now this marks the first time oh, there are of the sexual assault allegations. Are you going to play it? A cross-country ski event in Shanghai. So yeah, she was at, well, she was well, at a, listen to what she said. a skiing event. I want to emphasize one thing that is very important. That I have never spoken or written about anyone sexually assaulting me. This point is very important to be emphasized clearly. In terms of the Weibo post, first of all, it's my personal privacy. There possibly has been a lot of misunderstanding. I really wish they would have played the actual audio because I would like to heard her like inflection and stuff more. She, it from what I heard, it didn't. I mean, it sounded a little bit uh, stilted and and um, rehearsed, but. Obviously, I'm biased, so take that with a grain of salt. Uh, we obviously need to look into it more. But it is strange that she came out, filmed some really weird videos before of her eating in, 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 in a diner where they literally tried to uh, videotape the door that had like a smudged off, uh, last disinfected um, poster on the, on, the, on the corner of the wall. Or, excuse me, on the glass door outside. And then... Um, they're talking about the date numerous times in their conversation. It's just seems strange and seems like something China would do. I mean, obviously, they disappear quite a few people um, all the time. So it's um, also weird, uh, a little bit weird that she would disappear again and then show up randomly like this um, at these very crowded ski events and then make just randomly find. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe they suck. They, they they went to found her. They, ooh, they went to found her. They went to find her, this reporter did, but it seems like uh, eh, this was a prepared statement. Anyway, um, uh, it's it's not it's certainly not enough for me to believe that this is not uh, the, the Communist Party, you know, putting a gun in her back and saying you need to uh, make this statement. Obviously, um, in this article, they mentioned that IOC, the IOC is incredibly corrupt, did two calls with her. They're always trying to whitewash authoritarians that want to give them money, so they are not a source to believe. Um, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll see. Um, hopefully that the the Women's Tennis Association remains strong. They, they, they said that they've um, canceled all future events. Um, I've talked about that before, but... Just thought I'd give this little update. Um, again, hopefully the WHA demands a lot more than just a uh, strange, s uh, s potentially, I should say, uh, coerced statement. Um, but I'll try to keep you updated with this um, as much as possible. All right. Um, speaking of China, um, again, I saw this. There, Taiwan's trying to ramp up uh, its protections against uh, Chinese spying, basically to prepare judges um, better um, 
so that they will be able to deal with some of these national security cases. Um, as you can see, between 2015 and 2020, um, August 2020, 137 people have a total of 141 charged were found guilty of violating Thomas' national security laws. Of these, 19 years of jail sentence is longer than six months, with the remainder serving a sentence of less than six months or punishments that are commuted, commuted to fines, um, according to data from... So these are mostly uh, not uh, given a lot of time um, which, uh, yeah, I would have to look into each of the cases, but certainly, um, if you're doing espionage for the, uh, Chinese government in Taiwan, uh, you should be getting punished, uh, severely, and I'm not a big, uh, prison person, but, um, uh, betraying your country to a country that's threatened to essentially wipe you off the map is, uh, pretty despicable, and, um, I don't know. If you want to, maybe just deport them to China. So do you want? Would you like them? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. I, I think I've been going on long enough. Uh, one last thing that I think you you all should check out. Obviously, I did a FCP update not too long ago. Um, you can hear me singing a little bit at the beginning of that one. Um, but also this uh, article that Ari just put up, um, basically talking about, especially in light of the Omicron variant. Uh, this is a really interesting read talking about uh, zero COVID policies and how basically um, countries essentially around the world have just given up on um, any sort of quarantine policies. Um, besides basically a, a very, very few, um, Taiwan being one of them, obviously. Um, China all, all also, but though China... Uh, obviously, like Ari says, let it let its people flow out. Um, and um, I mean, some of that's obvious, in my opinion, is on the 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 government's taking in these people, um, uh, to do legitimate quarantines and make sure people quarantine if they're going to be allowing them to come into their country. Um, but yeah, it's it's run amok now. Uh, for Omicron is spreading all all pretty bad across the. Uh, Northeast in America, obviously in a number of places in Europe, and uh, most recently I did hear that in I believe it was in Xi'an uh, there was an outbreak in uh, in Xi'an, China. Um, but obviously, uh, data coming out of there is uh, <laughs> a little bit more difficult to find. I can try to show you real quick this video that I saw. Xi'an, um, COVID, let's see if we can find this, yes, this is actually exactly the video I was looking for, so you can see here, um, basically them, basically it's a little bit hard for me to understand some of these, especially that second accent there. It's very thick. Um, but the first guy said that um, they're starting to basically do like a like on the street quarantine. They had a bunch of um, dividers um, that they were going to be putting up, and then the second one looked like they were welding sh shut a gate. Um, which may have been to like cordon off a, gr a group of people, 
Um, obviously, people have been welded into their homes. There's been video of that. Now, this did look like they were welding off like a bigger portion. Like we can look at this here. You can see people taking off. Yeah, I would have to get a better uh, translation of that. I don't really understand what he's saying. Um, and then here you can see people fighting over food. Um, in a, what looks like some sort of shopping center. So, pretty crazy. Um, and hopefully, uh, th so this is Stephen McDonald, a pretty good follow. Um, um, if you're looking at information from... From China. So the first tweet, he just says, COVID outbreak in Xi'an, China. And then he says, um, in Xi'an, following a coronavirus outbreak there, people are being told by officials they need to get COVID tested in order to go to work. That pretty much makes sense. Um, but yeah, yeah, like, uh, like someone in the comments says here, this is a nightmare image. It's just like a bunch of workers. Now, to be fair, you got to send people out to, to go disinfect. But that looks horrifying. Uh, it's just a bunch of people in white suits. The scarier images that I've seen before is um, basically these uh, those same types of people hopping off the back of trucks with like M4s or or AR-15s, some some sort of um, you know assault style weapon uh, to use the parlance of the time. Um, but basically, long rifles with um, you know lar large magazines, military style rifles. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, not good. Again, I hope this clears up everywhere, obviously. Uh, I hope we get past COVID soon. Um, but as Ari says in his article here, uh, pretty much one of the only ways that you're going to be able to do that is with, uh, quarantines. Um, it's been used for, uh, a long time. We talked about this on the podcast yesterday, so go listen to that if, uh, if I get it up. And, uh, if not, we'll, we'll, we'll record another one. We'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit more, but. That being said, when you do go to the website here, as you can say, I've already done it permanently. You just d disable that ad blocker. If you see any cool um, advertisements that you think are interesting, go ahead and give those a click. Okay, um, like maybe I want to start selling my products in China. Um, if I wanted to do that, I just open it up and see what this says. Um, so maybe I maybe I want to go uh, sell my products in China. Uh, because obviously uh, all I care about is money um, so uh, they have things like um, high sharing high starting cost and high risk oh so uh, advertising in China is really difficult is what they're telling me international channels are blocked Chinese channels are fragmented heavy and inconsistent regulations that does sound difficult chinese language and culture ooh so difficult to understand low transparency and layers of agents ooh this all sounds difficult maybe i do want to join this um so maybe i you know i click on this and talk to them a little bit okay this looks pretty simple right maybe i can ask them a question oh i'm representing a company okay so let's see what they say to me oh i'm new here yes that's me no i don't have an ad china account Okay, let's see what they say. So, um, I need to uh, check if my business can advertise in China. Let's see if this works. I can't type anything. That's kind of strange. Uh, what does your business sell? Um, we sell 
we sell a range of products and services. Services, including information on how to overthrow the CCP. Do you think this will be an issue in advertising China? Let's see what they say. I'm guessing this is not a real person. Um, what is an email address I can contact you with? Um, I don't want to give you that. You're probably a Chinese spy. Let's see what they say. Okay, so this is not a real person, so we're going to end this. <laughs> Because they probably wouldn't have uh, liked that very much. Anyway, so that's probably one that I might click on. You check it out. Probably not going to go with that one, okay? But if you do see something else, maybe you see some advertisements for some nice furniture like this one. You need a, you need a new uh, sofa or a new chair. Maybe, maybe you pop on through and you buy it through there, okay? Just click on the stuff you're interested in. That's all you ask, but that does help us quite a bit. Um, if you've got as little as three U.S. dollars a day, you can go over to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash free china post and for those listening patreon is spelled p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash free china post and look at all this these goodies you can get so for as little as three like i said you get in our discord and you support us a lot uh, with what we're doing and um, as much as five dollars i'll start sending you postcards i got a stack of them printed out and they are getting ready to go out uh, to all the patreon subs um, and then obviously you can go up uh, pretty high level here, okay? Um, so we would really appreciate it if you would do that, if you got a little extra uh, cash to throw away. If not, word of mouth works and helps a lot. And then obviously, like I said, clicking on the ads that you are interested in also helps us a ton. Um, all that being said, I do love y'all. And uh, we will talk to you very, very soon. I'll probably try to be doing some more streams, um, both... Uh, gaming streams but also um some more fcp updates and also have that uh podcast up soon so keep all that in mind and stay cool y'all fcp da.